Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Uh, the whole world was paying attention, really close attention, hoping for the survival of the five uh, crew members, passengers, crew members on uh, Titan, the submersible. The whole world was, was hoping. And uh, then we had the news of the implosion of the craft. So what lies ahead now? And what's the Canadian engagement? And what's the reporter's notebook look like after a week in St. John's, Newfoundland? Because Canada certainly uh, is part of this. Mark Armstrong joins us. Mike is the Quebec national correspondent for Global News, reports on issues outside Quebec, of course, as well. And again, he's been in St. John's. Mike, how are you? Oh, very well, thank you. Good to have you with us. So can, can you walk us through a bit of a timeline of your time in St. John's, what was taking place there for the search of the Titan and where you are now? Yeah, well, the, the, the Titan really uh, went missing and lost comms on Sunday, so Father's Day, um, it became public that the sub was missing on Monday. At that point, uh, pretty much every news outlet started sending people. So uh, we were sent on sort of Monday noon. By noon, we knew we were coming, arrived late on Monday, and so we've been here all week. Um, we stuck around this weekend. There's still developments, uh, very interesting developments, as a matter of fact. So I'm actually speaking to you right now from an Airbnb overlooking the harbor, just a spectacular view, um, and off in the distance, I can actually see the Polar Prince right now, uh, probably about 100 meters away from the Canadian Coast Guard building here in St. John's, and um, that's the ship that took the Titan out to the to the Titanic site and uh, launched it last week. So that, that's a, an integral part uh, of the story. What is of interest, particularly as far as the Polar Prince is concerned, about Canada's participation? I mean, one of the focus points now is who pays for the rescue efforts, and that's something we talked about with uh, Professor Ali Asghari, from, uh, Professor of Disaster and Emergency Management at York University. But uh, where, does, where does the Polar Prince and Canada fit into the, uh, into the narrative now? Yeah, it, it's really interesting. So the Transportation Safety Board, uh, they announced, I believe it would be Friday, that they'd be investigating officially. Uh, they arrived sort of late Friday, and they did speak to us yesterday. Uh, they also, when the Polar Prince pulled into the St. John's Harbor yesterday, it, it actually, so it arrived about 8 o'clock in the morning, and it was supposed to go to another pier and instead pulled over, uh, pulled up to uh, the uh, Canadian Coast Guard building. And it was met there by investigators from the Transportation Safety Board. Uh, the RCMP was also there. Uh, so they did interviews with the 41 people on board that ship, 17 uh, crew members and 24 passengers. They said that no one was detained. They let them go, uh, but, and they, but they did those interviews, and there will be follow-up interviews as well. I should add, by the way, among the 41. As I understand, when the ship left, it had 41 people on board. It obviously lost five people in the Titan. 
But then uh, family members of some of the victims uh, joined the ship at one point. So when it came back, it had 41 people on board again. Um, but the Transportation Safety Board said, look, uh, this was in international waters. The U.S. led the uh, rescue mission. The U.S. Uh, led the, is leading the recovery mission. Uh, but this was a Canadian flagship left a Canadian port, and that's why the Transportation Safety Board uh, has a mandate to investigate this. And it's super interesting. Like, they, they said that they get really in-depth, the Transportation Safety Board. I mean, I, I was at Lac Megantic, the, the rail disaster, and watched how in-depth they got and how long they took. They take a lot of time. There's, so they said yesterday this could take 18 months to two years before they have a final report. They might have some details this week, um, some early preliminary details, but it, they take their time. And they really look at sort of the safety issue. Um, but then we had the RCMP there as well. And the RCMP had a press conference yesterday to talk about, to say, look, we've got a mandate to investigate deaths that happen. And this was in international waters. But again, it was a Canadian ship. And they said, when people die at sea, we do investigate. This is something that happens all the time. But they were... Really, uh, they, they really had that press conference to be clear that they were not investigating a crime. They were investigating whether a crime might have been committed, whether any Canadian laws might have been broken. And if they find that that is the case, then they would launch sort of a full criminal investigation. So that's just two of the investigations, right, that are going on. Yeah, and there's, there's also concern that, uh, that the uh, Ocean Gate had been made aware that uh, the international... Um, Submariners community, if you will, or the 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 uh, submarine world, had some really serious questions about uh, about Titan and whether or not it sh- should be uh, going to the depths that it, that it was going to. And and many said it shouldn't; that it really wasn't wasn't safe enough. So I'm sure that'll be part of the the, the investigation. The questions that are being asked. Hey, Mike. Oh. What? So, 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 sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say a hundred percent. As a matter of fact. The uh, U.S. Coast Guard is going to update their uh, investigation, sort of where the recovery stands in, uh, I guess, about uh, an hour. Excuse me, I'm in that Newfoundland time zone with an hour. Anyway, 4 o'clock Eastern. They're going to update us. It gets a little confusing. (laughs) Yeah, it does. It does. Um, But, yeah, so we we will hear from the Coast Guard sort of how they're doing, um, and we're quite looking forward to that as well. And the question that's being asked today is who pays for the rescue efforts? That's not an uh, not an irrelevant question. That was an extremely expensive international effort. No, it's hard to even start to tabulate what this would have cost. I mean, to have planes flying that far uh, for that long. Just just the, the Canadian military had uh, uh, the Aurora in the air, the P-3, dropping these sonar boys. I don't know how much sonar boys cost. But then they were doing 14-hour flights continuous. And, and so, yeah, no, this, that's just that one element. And then, then there were the ships at sea, and then there were the, you know, literally rem, um, remotely operated vehicles were brought by ship from France so that they could then be put in, you know, and each of those ships has a lot of people on them. You know, these are not little ships that come over with two or three people. They're, they're big crews and lots of people involved, and I think... At one point, they had five ships out there, and we were told that within 24 hours, they would have 10 ships out there. Then we heard it went to 11, and then at that point, we sort of lost track. Ships started coming back because they they recovered or they found the uh, wreck of the Titan. And so the rescue mission, obviously, right. was, that, that urgency wasn't there anymore. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it's a week of uh, real impressive effort to, to find these men. If you want to hear more, 
Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 